Hello and welcome to another episode of the Podwell Travel. I'm Stephen Scarfield, the travel editor here at Seven West Media in Western Australia. Uh, we publish uh, travel in the Sunday Times in the West Australian and online at thewest.com.au forward slash travel. And I'm with Penny Thomas, travel writer. I'm very happy to be here with you. Last week we talked about the States, Penny, and this week we're going into the United States in more depth in a different way, I suppose. So Yeah, yeah. well, um, I was lucky enough to spend just over a week in New York, and which is a place I'd, I've never been to before. So as a first-timer, it was... Um, it was a great place to explore and there is, as you probably know, so much to do there. <laughs> so much to do. You better give us your top three or something. I know. Well, yeah, I, I didn't even know where to begin. And do you know what? So many people would tell you, you should do this, you've got to do this, you've got to do the, the, the amount of advice that you get before you go to a place like New York. It's a bit overwhelming and you don't really know sometimes where to begin, I found. Um, luckily, I got onto this thing called City Pass, which is a great way yep. to sort of see all the big icons. It's sort of a, a key to the city, really. You get the pass, you can download the app as well, and then book into a few different um, major attractions. And on their list, the two places that you get to go to that are included in the pass are the Empire State Building and the American Museum of Natural History. And then you can select from a list of other places, three other options. So the places that we decided to, to check out was uh, the Guggenheim Museum, the Top of the Rock at the Rockefeller Center, and the 9-11 Memorial. Yeah, so, good choices. Yeah, there were you could go on a ferry and you could see the Statue of Liberty. There was lots of other things, but we just knew that there was other things that we were also yeah. had, we had in mind to do in New York. So they were the ones that we were doing with City Pass, and it was super easy to use the app because just because you have the pass doesn't mean you can just rock up to to say the Empire State Building and get straight in. You really there's so many people visiting yeah, New book, York. You've got book to time. yeah reserve your spot. Yep. And usually there's some time on that day. You're not going to miss out on on yep. a day. There's always lots of slots and everything. So would definitely recommend having a look into that if you're ever traveling in New York. It's it's just a great way, especially for a first timer like me, to really experience some of the you know the things that New York's really no, known for. So. That was wonderful and a lot of them had great sites that we could, you know, get to the top of the Empire State Building and, and looking out from mm, there. How is, good is magical. that? Yeah, it's, it's exactly the how the movies look yeah, for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> and um, the top of the rock there, beautiful building. Yep. And I loved just being actually in that Rockefeller Centre itself and learning about the history mm. of the, the precinct there and I guess all the art that's actually sort of scattered around and, and embedded into the buildings. It, yep. was, it was really beautiful. Such, such a great, great story, isn't it, Rockefeller? Yeah. You know, yeah. how all those people were employed through the Depression to mm. finish the building, you know, when... Yeah. yeah. It's a great story. It's a great part of New York history. And it's still such a, a vital building, I guess. You know, I think they've got yeah. N- NBC sort of studios Absolutely. working out of Absolutely. there. And it's just, yeah, it's a really fun precinct to explore. And I yeah. really didn't think that that would be so enjoyable, to be honest. I didn't really know what to think about when I heard about, you know, going to the Rockefeller Centre. But I was pleasantly yeah. surprised. Yeah. And they Top have of the Rock is, is a thing to do, for sure. Now, the 9-11, let's, let's ask you about that. Well... We did screw up with this because oh. we had planned to visit 9-11 on a Tuesday and it's shut on a Tuesday, the memorial. Right. And it was something I was really looking forward to seeing. But we were able to see where the buildings were and do the little audio sort of tour yep. that you can sort of do so outside. The pools outside, yep. But I've heard that the, the real work is, is seeing, going underneath. Yeah, look, yeah, I, yeah, yes, no, I mean, 
inside you have got you know mangled fire trucks and things like that but i think that the the contemplative part is other pools outside mm. and those sort of messages that come through that that area out there where they stood so mm. i think emotionally you know you've you've seen you've seen the spot and okay. had the experience oh, i'm glad because just seeing that, that yeah. area is it's, yeah. it is moving that's that's where you stand and think and that yeah. not inside where it's you know it's more detail yeah. about what happened but a lot of us know the details lots of pictures in there and mm. pictures of people but we sort of know that detail i suppose so being the contemplative side is for me is the experience but you know it is a good point to yes be careful which make days sure you check so the days. <laughs> a point well made for the audience yes exactly anyway. and yeah. i believe the net could be closed on a wednesday just check that yeah too, because someone yeah. else i'd spoke to on our trip said oh we were yeah. there on the wednesday and we couldn't go that's so. right well it's it's particularly it's a very good point that you're making in new york because not everything you know there are places you go where everything is closed on a monday and that's not the case there because it could be a Tuesday or a Wednesday and you'd think that all the museums or all the galleries would be closed on the same day, but they're not. Yes. So you got to the Museum of Natural History? Yes. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? How good's that? Oh, I loved it. Yeah, we had a story last Sunday, actually, which is online now about the um, about the animal exhibits, you know, which are the stuffed oh, taxidermied yeah. one. Because I was so – it's such an interesting story to me that they employ artists – who paint the backdrops and the foregrounds. And the, the backdrop artists are different to the foreground artists. And there's not many places that employ a full crew of artists these days. So. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's, it's an amazing sort of museum. They've done such a good job. I just yeah. – you could spend weeks there, really. There's just so much to take in. And you want to take it all in. But often if you're only there for a week, you've, you've got yeah. to pick and choose. So it's, yeah. I think it's – well, um, my advice is to sort of research what you do want to see. But then also don't be opposed to – being surprised yep. and taken down a different direction yep. and, and learning other things. Yep. I think that's always important yep. when you travel. Um, on the day that we arrived, I think I said this last week, it was a that really sort of smoky day in New York. And we'd actually planned to go to the Empire State Building that day and we just knew that you wouldn't get no any point. sort of view. So we decided to go to a place called Summit One Vanderbilt and that is a relatively sort of new building in New York. Yep. And they have these different sort of exhibitions in there interactive sort of installations that you can that you can be part of just something fun to fill the afternoon um and yeah the other thing that we did is called the edge i'm sure you might have heard oh, about yes this yeah, of course. um in the sort of uh hudson in the new hudson yards yep. yeah hudson yards it is this sort of platform that comes out of a skyscraper and it's got this glass panel on the ground that you can sort of stand over if you're game enough and yeah be miles above the city and oh i get vertigo just thinking about it did vaughn go out there he did but yeah. even he was a bit right. you know we're such um wimps i think when it comes to, <laughs> to ourselves the glass is weird but anyway. then there's like a five-year-old just jumping up and down on the glass <laughs> i had to look away <laughs> but yeah it, it's actually really good fun to just be up there and and see the city again from a different angle and the best thing is is you go from the top of the rock empire state building the yep. edge all these different places and you get such a different perspective each time so it was it was nice to see those different perspectives and and sort of see where we are in new york and yeah, go from there. And I had a, I would, I definitely would recommend the, um, the edge. It's, it's just a really cool building. I think they also do yoga up there in yep, the morning. They right. have different events. So yeah, the whole yard, Hudson Yard precinct is worth seeing, isn't it? Worth yeah, to, yeah, yeah. New, new thing. Yeah. Built, finished sort of through the pandemic, really. Yeah. Despite the pandemic, I yeah, should I think say. They've just 
finished also yep. one of the last parts of the High Line yep. as well. That's right. So the High Line, uh, which you know I walked recently, sort of takes you through that part of the um, city, and it's quite good because it's 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 an old. Um, it was one of the old transport routes into the city. So when the city was developing. The, the trains that were bringing materials in went on this raised rail route, which has now been taken over by the community, basically. Mm. So it's like a community park. But then there are steps and, and lifts, elevators. So you can drop down into different areas and, you know, walk around the local areas and see the markets and this and that, and then go back up to the High Line and carry on walking along to another area. So mm. it kind of transects that part of the city. It's really good. Yeah. No, they've done a, a really, really nice job with it all. And there's yeah. so many people that are there and, and checking it out. And obviously when I was there, it was summer, so the weather was really nice. And it was it's fun to be in New York at that, yeah. at that time, I think. Everyone's yeah. sort of buzzing and excited and there's stuff going on everywhere. And yeah, we, um, we also made our way to Brooklyn and went to Williamsburg on a Saturday. They have a thing called Smorgasburg. Um, which is a sort of open air market that you can go to and try all these different types of food. And it's just a really nice way to spend an afternoon. Yep. But um, we explored Brooklyn that morning where there are some really cool shops, really cool vintage shops. I found this one shirt with uh, Tina Turner on it. I was like, oh, that could be nice. This is a really old sort of shirt. And I looked at the price and it was 888 Wow. US dollars. <laughs> that is a serious <laughs> shirt. I was like, wow, did she okay. wear this on stage? <laughs> wow. But no, that was one of those um, serious vintage, collectible yeah. sort yeah, of vintage sure, stores. Sure. And I ended up speaking to the owner there who was a really nice guy called John. And he had these um, Air Jordan Nike shoes that were worth 25,000 US dollars. Yep. And he said that people offer him, you know, up to 5,000 US dollars for all the box, just the box that they come in. Wow. Yep. It was then I sort of realized where I was in this this store and I was like, Vaughn, put it down. <laughs> Don't touch anything. <laughs> but it was cool to see that. But then there are a lot of other vintage stores that are much more affordable that you can find some really great bargains as well. Yep. And, but yeah, and I also did a walking uh, bagel tour in Brooklyn. I learned a lot about bagels. I thought I knew a lot about, actually, I knew I didn't know that much about bagels, but I learned a lot more than I thought I would end up right. learning about bagels oh, whilst we yeah. were there. It's got it's a fascinating very specific. history. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, I'll have to write about that and you'll have to read about it because it's really impressive. And the person, Sam Silverman, who runs the tour, is just so knowledgeable and you do get to try all these different bagels and yeah the bagel culture in america is yeah. is very big and especially in a in a place like brooklyn so yeah look that's a good word i mean it is interesting isn't it that we things we think of just as you know bakery items it is cultural mm. it's absolutely part of life there yeah bagel. it's huge good so new york wow we've had a good time there now Moving around the states, yes. Just tell us, tell us a bit about how you've planned this and how you did that. Yes. Well, I guess actually, even in New York, we decided to catch a lot of public transport, and we caught the subways a lot. And then one day we got onto the buses, and I loved the buses. I liked the subways. Subways are easy, but the buses to me in New York are really handy if mm. you're sort of wanting to go to the Met or go to MoMA or you know go up to Central Park. Super handy because you get to see what's going on around you. And that's what I really liked um, about the buses there. And super cheap. I think you just pay for your one. We got a Metro card and you just pay. It's like $2 or something. Yep. 
just for the whole day. You don't have to re, it doesn't recharge you or anything like that. So you just get the one ticket and, and that's it. Doesn't matter how many zones you're going. It's just the, the flat fee, which is really awesome, I thought. Um, and so I really liked that. I liked subway systems too. In New York, we found that the taxis were a little bit more expensive than sort yep. of your ride yes, share sort of things. Yes, so they are. Yeah, that was one thing we did note. Um, but yeah, when we left New York, we decided to get the train to Washington, D.C., which was a really fun way to travel through that part of America. They have very – like the trains run fairly regularly there. Yep. There was a little bit more expensive train that ran maybe 20 minutes before us that would have got to Washington DC maybe an hour faster than the train that we decided to go on. But I'm actually happy that we went with the one that we we ended going going in. We sat in the silent section, which was really nice. The chairs were super comfortable, super large. You've got cup holders, everything. You can go and buy food if you need, but we it wasn't really long enough for us to have a meal. But I loved it. I loved the process of getting the train, it was just relaxing and, and mm. super easy. And then you when you arrive to Washington, D.C., the train station there is is spectacular. It yep. was really beautiful. And then, um, yeah, I would definitely recommend that train trip if anyone is ever traveling between New York yep. and Washington, D.C. It was a really nice way to travel. Yep. Lots of options, easy to book, Yeah, get your seat, yep. all that. Yep. So then I was like, let's keep traveling by train throughout all of America. But mm. um there aren't as many options to do that in different states. Sure. So we ended up flying from Washington, D.C. to Nashville. And we left on a Saturday, which I probably wouldn't recommend if you are there during the school, summer, school holiday Busy. period on a long weekend. Wow. <laughs> and our flight was leaving at 10.30 from Washington. We decided to get to the airport at around 7.30 and that still we felt a bit Push for time, yeah, yeah, sure, and that's just because of the weekend that we were there. There was a lot going on, but it is chaos at yeah. that. It was just at, there was lines going everywhere. There was, you know, all those self check in things with no yeah. one there to really help you, and yeah. one of them goes out of order, and then the line gets bigger. It was just stressful. But then you get through. You've got to go through all these other zigzag lines that you have no idea where you're going to get through security. And yeah, it was just a much longer process than I thought would yep. would be the case yep. it's a good tip yeah there's just so much going on so then once we arrived into nashville um the flight itself was fine that was a great flight i feel like the chairs are a bit bigger over there than a d- domestic flight in australia you're just pleased to have one yeah that's all very much so <laughs> but they're also relatively cheap they don't take too long to get yep. to your next destination sure. so it is a super easy way to travel if you yep. want to get somewhere and that's why they're so busy as well to be honest that's right um, we picked up a, a rental car in Nashville and then we sort of got on our merry way there. And I think I described in the last podcast how the roads sort of varied from, from the different states and everything yeah. like that. The rest of the trip was pretty easy and, and sort of went well besides our flight being um, the flight that we had booked to leave New Orleans we had booked one at a reasonable time because of our experience at the other airport where we felt like we didn't have much time. So we didn't want to book a 7am flight out of New Orleans mm. and then have to get there much earlier just because we didn't know what the situation would be like at the airport. So we booked a 10 o'clock or 10.30 sort of flight. Unfortunately, that got cancelled or was no longer operating. So they put us on a five o'clock flight with a connection to Houston to then go up to 
Newark, which was exactly what we didn't want to do, but they automatically sort of put you on to the next yep. flight um, with United over yep. there. So luckily we were able to change that and we just stayed an extra day and got a reasonable flight. It was pretty much the same flight we had to yep. originally, but um, put on the next day and that all went fine and mm. seamless. But and of course, if you arrive three hours early, you then walk straight through. That's how the Exactly. That's how it works. Yeah. The Louis Armstrong <laughs> Airport there is beautiful and very well organised. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly, the difference, so. I guess. Sure. There's a lot of people going through Washington, D.C. I yeah. think that's just something to sure. note. And it was a Tuesday that we were at in New Orleans. So, mm, quite different right. days, yeah. Interesting. But definitely travel on a Tuesday if you are hoping to fly in between the states. So, we've got a nice mix of planes, trains and automobiles. Yeah. Haven't we? That's a good way to get around. And obviously, you trains... Yes. You're very keen on that. Well, we sort of had a, yeah. a bit of a uh, not so good experience at the back end of the trip, though. Right. So we uh, had another hire car in Newark and then we went into Pennsylvania and stayed in Milford, um, which is a beautiful, beautiful area. Um, but at the end of that, we had to drop our hire car back to the airport at Newark. That was all fine. We're planning on going back to New York, by the way. So we thought we'll get the train because it's doesn't take too long, yep. relatively cheap. Um, it really shouldn't be a problem. So we got the SkyTrain to the terminal, which is, I think, four stops from the airport. Mm-hmm. That's free. That's fine. We go through, buy our tickets for the next train to New York. The people let us go through, all fine. Then we get down to the platform with all our suitcases and for some reason, it was a really hot day. Something had happened. The systems were down. There was no train going to New York that day well, for another two hours or so. But no one was telling you this. You just overheard people figure this out on their phones and say it out loud. And there was kids crying. There was everything. I just couldn't believe that they could let you buy yep. the ticket, see where you're going, knowing that it was delayed or not, not yep. coming, yep. and then let all these people, you know, lug their stuff down. And then once you're at that terminal, you actually can't get an uber or taxi or anything out from there you have to get the sky train back, back to the airport sure. and it was just a nightmare that was one thing that we were sort of really unimpressed by was the processes there and you go to the people at the desk who let you in and they go that's ports authority where where yeah. something else and it's like oh how really? is there not a flashing sign really? being like this is delayed <laughs> yep. so you know what the train would have been good if i got got it there but we just decided to go back to the airport we ended up getting an uber and it was an expensive uber i think around 70 us dollars back to new york but it saved us standing outside in the hot because those those um, yep. train stations are all yep. open air it was really hot that day it was just not so, going to be yeah hot. interesting so well it is it is part of travel isn't it to be flexible as well it is just, yeah. some things just it is occasionally some things don't work. Mm, like, wow, so you've taken us around and back to New York. Very nicely yeah. done. Yeah, great trip. Yeah, this this moving around, um, I'm just leaving tomorrow, uh, fly from Perth here in Western Australia to Oslo. Um, interestingly, in in crossing, um, uh, crossing f- from there to Bergen, which is where a lot of cruise ships go from in Norway, to, to the fjords and elsewhere, of course. Um, there is a little package called Norway in a Nutshell, which takes you across Norway. So rather than fly to Bergen, that third leg, as it were, I've, I've booked that, which takes you on a train, a ferry, then the Flam Railway, which I've been on board, it's very pretty, and a bus and so on. So it combines various methods. And in theory, you know, you should step off one and onto the next 
and it's 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 pretty much a day across Norway. So I'm looking forward to to doing that um, as opposed to flying. So mm. on the same a similar theme to yours, you know, mixing up travel routes. They actually sell the uh, part of the promotion of the Norway in a nutshell package, which is this little way to transport yourself across the country, is that it's, you know, there's a lot less carbon than flying. Yep. So that's part of their um, commitment to that is mm. to is to promote this these other ways of getting across the country. Yeah. And then, like of course, uh, yeah, sorry. No, I like how it's sort of, it gives you a plan as well, what you're yeah, doing. It you and plan. it's sort of all organized when you book it you get four qr codes five qr codes you know one for each of the modes so and a little map which shows you that it's about 50 meters from the train station to the ferry yeah it's only the little dotted line to follow well on the map and then you've got your next qr code so you've got the whole day just planned out so Mm. so and i'm expecting that to work like clockwork well, I hope I hope it does. For your well, sake. I'm, yeah, it's what they do all day. So they also have as part of this. It's sort of bolt-on part, but as part of this package, you can have your luggage shifted. So they'll pick up the the luggage from the hotel, and they'll deliver it to your hotel in Bergen. So you don't have to travel with it. Mm. So that travels separately. Yeah, um, and just turns up magically. Mm. Brilliant. Nice. We like efficiency when we're <sighs> travelling. We do, we do. So we'll see how that works and we'll, I'll report back on that one. Yeah. Well, thanks for taking us around the States. And of course, we, Moans Johansson, our other colleague, is away in the US at the moment. He'll be back, we're back, I'll be back uh, for the Festival of Travel, which is here in Perth at U- University of Western Australia Club on Saturday, August the 19th. We'll all be there taking these stories live. So... Uh, the sessions there that we've built into that day, uh, we've got 15 sessions which the travel team is putting forward. We've also got five major partners who've got rooms full of sessions, information, tips and tricks from them. Uh, we have Singapore Airlines, My Cruises, My Holidays, Imagine Holidays, Colette as those partners. We've then got about another 30 exhibitors. Uh, we've got an auditorium which will be running big audio-visual shows all day um there'll be bargains on the day of course all of our friends in the industry are coming with part with deals for people who might might want that on the day and it's really a big come and meet the team sort of day for us so that's august the 19th at the university of club in uh, western australia here in matilda bay uh, the general admission ticket is 20 dollars. we also have a morning tea and afternoon tea and a lunch ticket so if you have a look at westtravelclub.com.au forward slash events, so it's westtravelclub.com.au forward slash events, you'll see the Festival of Travel, you'll see the general admission ticket, which is to say is $20, and you'll see other options there for events that you might want to come to. Just just a little moment here to pause, because if you want to come to the morning tea, the afternoon tea, or the lunch, there's price of those includes the general admission ticket so you don't need to buy that separately uh, so i'll just tell you that but um we've got a morning ticket and afternoon ticket the sessions that we're doing we're repeating so everyone's doing a double day there including penny mm-hmm. who's running you know lots of sessions there so come and meet us we'll all be wandering around at the festival of travel on august the 19th Hey, Penny, the last few weeks around the States has been fantastic. <laughs> I'm exhausted. I've been there. I'm just stars and stripes. Um, oh, look, can I just mention, as part of the festival, 
I kind of sew these jackets, and I've got a I've got a US jacket. Mm. Um, so I bring back fabric from different countries and put them onto denim jackets. So I'm going to dig out my wardrobe and bring. I think it's my 24 favourites from about I don't know 70, say. Nice. So they'll be there. That'll be fun. Mm. Bringing bikes and cameras and all sorts of stuff. We've got a camera electronic there. Lots of uh, camera equipment, bags, e-bikes, you name it. Yeah. Festival. Yay. Lots to look forward to. Yeah. And, of course, all that uh, we write, Penny writes, Moans, uh, who says in the States now, and I write, it's at thewest.com.au forward slash travel. We publish those stories in print in Saturday Travel in the West Australian, in Sunday Travel in the Sunday Times. And we also produce e-travel, which is a digital edition which comes out on Wednesday. So it's an, in, in, come, an email that comes to your inbox. You can sign up for that for free at westtravelclub.com.au uh, forward slash join. And that all that means is that you'll get that email e-travel on a Wednesday. Hey, Penny. Thanks. Thank you. That was a lot of fun. And we'll... Uh, talk again next week no doubt perfect